Welcome, everybody. This is not Father Ben. This is Sylvia <laughs> Vega. He always introduces us. I know. I'm here with our lovely Kira Roddy, and we Hello. have a very special guest today. Kira, we do. please tell us who you brought We today. do. So, yeah, we kicked Father Ben out of the kitchen. <laughs> we did. And... Uh, yeah, girl power. No, <laughs> we kicked him out of the kitchen, and so today. But please don't change it. You know, you're not gonna get Father Ben today. You're not gonna regret it. But do not, do not skip us or anything, because now we have Damon Owens. Mm. Damon is awesome. He is wonderful. Welcome to the Soul Food Priest podcast. Thank you. Can we mess around with his pots? Yeah, Can right. Can we get He's got some cool pots going I on in know. here. He's got <laughs> jars of Nutella this big. My hero. You know what? Would, but you know what would really weird him out is if we put handprints all over the stainless steel <laughs> in the kitchen. You should take a picture of us doing that. Oh my and then gosh! Like we love you, Father Ben. Uh-huh. Like we do. Uh-huh. But that's the way to get back to Father Father Ben. Is all right. Handprints yeah. on. The stainless right. steel. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Thank Memphis. You. Great to be. Oh, this is a gift. You just yes. saw me walking down the street and said, Hey, you want to do a podcast? That's Damon Owens. Come in. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know who Damon Owens mm-hmm. is, would you please introduce yourself? I'd be to delighted. Everybody? Yeah, and I don't expect anybody to know who I am. But <laughs> I've been in this game for a long time um, Catholic ministry, pre Cana, marriage preparation, marriage enrichment, natural family planning. Uh, my wife Melanie and I run a ministry called Joyful Ever After, mm-hmm. and we hosted uh, the Catholic Marriage Summit. It was our first big thing during COVID. Had thirty nine thousand couples that wow. was with us for wow. a weekend and brought in all, you know, folks that could give witnesses about their marriage. We also host something called Epic Intimacy, mm-hmm. uh, emotional, physical, intellectual, communicative. It's our thirteen part mm-hmm. expert program with some folks like Father Timothy Gallagher and wow, uh, yeah, Bob Schutz and you know, mm-hmm. folks that Melanie and I for our thirty years of mm-hmm. marriage have really leaned on to live this great vision of marriage. So I was the first executive director of the Theology of the Body Institute, so everything I do is infused. Mm-hmm. Pope St. John Paul II and Theology of the Body and uh, there is very little, if anything, that I ever speak about that is not going on in my marriage or in <laughs> raising my eight kids. Right. Yeah, my two, my three grandkids. Full transparency. This stuff is raw, and it gets raw because I, you know, I'm an external processor. So I found like you know, going through these church teachings is never abstract. It's never conceptual. It's like stuff I'm like. Dag, that's beautiful. I wish I could do that. I'm working on that. Lord, help me uh-huh. do that. You know, mm-hmm. right. and I found that it resonates so well with people over the decades of how, you know, we want joy, mm-hmm. we want to be happy, oh, yes. and there's mm-hmm. so many confusing and conflicting uh, visions, much less you know moral questions. So, mm-hmm. whenever you can provide any clarity or order, people just love you. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. a grace. So, good <laughs> to be awesome. with you guys. Well, thank you. you well, too. you radiate joy. Let me just say, you. Oh, I yeah. just met you today. Big old smile. I we pray love for it every we, morning. <laughs> we love having you. We're so excited you're going to be with us tonight here at St. Michael. Excited. Um, we we just we're, we can't wait, and we had to steal you for the podcast. Not a steal. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Yes. Good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now, before we get into like the meat, like the main entree here mm. of of what we're going to be talking about. First of all, what's your favorite meal? Like, what's your favorite food? Ooh, you know, food's like, a, it's a mood thing, right? Yeah, food ooh, food yeah. for mood, oh, right? Oh, I agree. I mm-hmm. love breakfast for summer. Breakfast just makes me happy. But like, this whole intermittent fasting has been like crazy for me, like losing my breakfast. But <laughs> okay. I have a, I idolize breakfast, but um, I'm a hamburger snob. <gasps> 
Ooh. And I mean like Smash Burger and different varieties of, mm. of you know, grounding, you know, real yeah. Chuck and, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a barbecue fiend. So oh. between my smokers and my You're grill, pellet right grills, place. and my, I know I am. Oh. Memphis has got a big old push pin on my map uh-huh. about making sure I do that. But yeah. I love, and, and in the sense of like, it's got to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like life is too short for bad coffee, right. bad, bad, you know, barbecue and, and a mediocre hamburger. So well, that's my, those, those are my joints. Yes. I, I'm a hamburger girl. Let me ask you this. Have you ever put a, like a sunny side egg yes. on your burger? Yes. It is yes. amazing. It's, it's amazing, life changing when you get it right. But you got to get it right. You got to get it right. It's got to be just enough that it, it, it can't be hard. Mm-hmm. It's got to it's gotta ooze just a little bit, but not too much. Yes. I'm with you. I'm with yes. you. That's See, a I haven't burger. done that yet. Oh, you are I'm missing like, out oh, on life. This is a heart attack in it, my hand. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, it is. It's, it's very much That's how I was introduced in LA. I was in LA and somebody offered one of those, you know, like uh, those burgers. And I was like, well, no, but yes, go ahead, try it. <laughs> Oh, no. I saw it on the menu once, and I think my husband went for it because, of course, the guys are going to try it before a lady. <laughs> and when he took a bite, it was just like, and, and I was like, that looks delicious. Let yeah. me try it. Yeah. So I took it out of his hands, took a bite, and then I had to order one. Mm. Yeah. There's something about it. There's something okay, about it. Now, yeah. you know, now you know what you got to do next. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, see, Sylvia is always, like, coming up with things that I've got to try. I love it. So I tried... I tried cow tongue tacos. I've made cow tongue. I'm, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I am too. I made oxtail about yes. three weeks ago, Ooh. and I I've had it before, but yeah. I've never made it. Uh-huh. And I had to get found this Instapot oxtail recipe. Ooh. I'm still tasting it in my mouth. Ooh. And I was shocked how expensive oxtail is. I thought it was like an awful, like Crazy. you know, you buy. But, uh-huh. but anyway, it was worth it because yeah. it was it was Instapot. Mm-hmm. Slow cooked all Melting day. Oh, girl, mm. come yeah. on! <laughs> and, and you've had that. Please tell me you've had. That. I did. I okay. did have oxtail. I okay. had it in Rome. Okay. Yes. Oh, good, good, really? Good, good. I did. I did. I it the was... Jamaicans had that on the lockdown, but okay. Huh? Like Rome. I, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. No, I did it when we went to World Youth Day. Before we went to World Youth Day, we stopped in Rome. We had a few days in Rome, and I was going to be adventurous with my food if mm. I could be adventurous with my food. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you're Part the World Youth Day stuff, you just kind of order what you're told right, to right, order. Right. 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 But there was a dish with oxtail, and I, everybody was too scared to get it. I got it. It was the hands down the best it's, dish. Good. You know, once anything. you know, you know. Oh, it was so good. Yes. Oh my goodness, it was like that ratatouille moment where the where the critic, the food critic, like eats something and it takes him back to his childhood. <laughs> like this was like all of a sudden I was like at my grandmother's house. Yes. Like well, I had my kids all day. Like oh, that's nasty. It's a tail. I'm not gonna. Eat. Mm-hmm. At dinner time, they were like, Dad, where's the rest of it? <laughs> so this is this is what Father Ben does to us every time before we mm-hmm. get into the meat and grit. Like she said, she he always brings a recipe and sometimes he brings it to the table and oh. he brings muffins and oh, stuff creme brulee and croissant and mm. croissant oh remember that one time he caught you and you were had a mouthful and you had to answer a question <laughs> that was great so it was a setup so yeah, this it was 100 we, we always start with food <laughs> yes thank you those yes. were great picks well now i'm hungry i gotta go i know right <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you another question. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you again for being here, and for all of you listening. Um, please know that. Please send in the people that you want us to invite to the podcast. Stuff that you want us to talk about. Uh, Father Ben really wants to hear what you guys want to hear mm-hmm. us talk about. So mm-hmm. today we have our special guest, and Kira, please uh, begin with us. Um, what are we gonna t- uh, ask 
Mr. Damon over here. <laughs> so as you heard, his specialty is marriage. Like kind of his yes. niche is marriage and family. Passion. That's Absolute the meat passion. that I want to yes. hear about. And <laughs> so that's so we. That's why kind of why we kicked Father Ben out of the. We did. Out of the kitchen because <laughs> us married girls are wanting to get as much info and wisdom and advice mm-hmm. from an expert. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And somebody else who's going through. I got the scars. Okay, yeah. that counts. Good, good. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, and as we, as this is, uh, when we release this, it will be. Uh, I think it's February tenth, the weekend of February tenth is Marriage Day. World mm-hmm. Marriage Day. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we wanted to also take the time here in February to be talking about marriage and family. Mm-hmm. So as you, Damon, as you said earlier in the in your intro. You talked about joy and everything and how there's so many questions regarding morality and marriage and all of that. What does just basics, going to the basics, what does the church teach on marriage and family? Mm, good starting point. You know, I think that um, my mind is like a field general. I like to see the whole field. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not participating, I don't need to control just right. to see where things fit together. And if I zoomed out, sort of looked at the big blue marble of earth and, mm-hmm. and talked about marriage, I think what's beautiful is that the church has a deep, deep reverence for marriage. Mm. And in the sense of this, that marriage preceded the church. Yeah. Wow. So it's a reverence of, of precedent and of this was here and we're responding to it. Just look even chronologically, theologically, you know, anthropology in terms of a human person. In the poetry of Genesis 1 and 2 gives us an origin way before the commandments. Mm-hmm. Way before Mount Sinai and Moses, way before the the prophets, and mm-hmm. and way before the formation of the church, mm-hmm. and even the family of Israel, right of Jacob yeah. and Israel. So we're looking in in what is the the origin of things, mm-hmm. and right as the Lord created this visible material world, and whether it's the poetry of Genesis one or Genesis two, you know, from God's view to man or from man's view to God. Mm-hmm. We see from the beginning, he made us in his image and likeness. So there's an inseparable connection between God and man, that we are intentional, that we are meant to bring, as John Paul II says, into the visible reality of the world, mm-hmm. an invisible mystery hidden eternally in God. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a reverence that should just flutter our yeah. hearts and stomach, yeah. that it's no accident. We're not a, a byproduct. We're not mm-hmm. a side product. And marriage is you know, top three in the creation story. After being mm-hmm. made, created creation, man and woman, made male and female, the image and likeness of God, and we see right into the union of man and woman as a sign and a reality of that deep mystery that's hidden eternally in God. So mm-hmm. I think the first starting point is not morality. It's not a public defense or politic or the decline in marriage that we're experiencing now that's, that's really cataclysmic. Right. We have to get back to that original, like our Lord did in Matthew 19 mm-hmm. on the question of divorce. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was not so. Mm-hmm. And I think if we begin with that reverence, <clears throat> excuse me, we can start asking the right questions, not only about marriage as a, a general universal reality today, yeah. but we can start asking the real hard questions about Damon's marriage, yeah. about Melanie and Damon, about you know, what we aspire to, mm-hmm. what we fail in, how we begin and begin again, mm-hmm. and then what this whole school of love, this whole journey means. What's the meaning of it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just us falling in love in 1990, marrying in 1993, and mm-hmm. children and, and the family, and ups and downs, and deep hurts, yeah. and um, 
incredible delights. You know, mm-hmm. there's a story, there's a narration, yeah. right? Yeah. But there's some, there's a meta narrative above Damon and Melanie's narrative mm-hmm. that is interpenetrated, mm-hmm. right? It's not just stacked on top. Yeah. We're part of something that's being weaved in the moment mm-hmm. for eternity. Mm-hmm. So if we can start with that reverence, yeah. Then we can start asking questions about what the church actually, in her reverence of marriage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how she speaks, how she defers, mm-hmm. how she directs, how she teaches, how she mothers. Yeah. And if we can do that, I think there's a piece that happens in our own hearts of you know, the fear of getting it wrong, the fear of breaking, the fear of divorce, mm-hmm. the fear of hell, the fear of rejection. And we can handle those very differently when yeah. we begin that first place of, of reverence. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Uh, that's that's absolutely gorgeous because uh, because I know too that when I do marriage prep and I've given them marriage prep talk, um, it, it is that we, a lot of people more hear a, a rigidness in the church mm-hmm. regarding marriage. Like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do yep. that. No, you can't do mm-hmm. that. You know, and everything like that. And so to bring things back to the beginning and say, no, this is a high calling and something sacred. And, and like this is all of those do's and don'ts are based on this beautiful sacred image yeah. that that we have of of marriage and family and protecting that and I'm and, so glad you brought up marriage prep because that's mm-hmm. my starting point too we started yeah. out in ministry mm-hmm. I was never intended to be full-time been 21 <laughs> years now full-time but there yeah. were nine years before that where Melanie and I were doing the same thing mm-hmm. and I think that formed us too we're yeah. being around other couples preparing for marriage because there's one other piece to that and that's mm-hmm. even as we begin this reverent story of what marriage is mm-hmm. in marriage prep mm-hmm. there's this re- realization that I'm actually I'm in love Mm-hmm. And our whole being is like oriented toward this specific other person. Mm-hmm. So when you hear that the love that you is real and the affect that you're experiencing mm-hmm. is actually part of that, ne- that reverence, yeah. mm-hmm. then it's like, they're like, wait a minute, this, this is love. This is what yeah. the love is uh-huh. the yeah. church is speaking about right. that needs maturity. It yeah. needs growth, but it's not disconnected. That was one of the big mm-hmm. revelations for Melanie and I, that us falling in love mm-hmm. was yeah. not on a side of our Catholic faith, but actually mm-hmm. it was... It was our participation in it. That's oh, beautiful. That's wow. yes. Just by listening, <laughs> yes. I, it's, you know, so the good. the youth and the young adults of of our of our times right now sometimes are afraid of that commitment because they feel the pressure mm. of marriage. Because yes, we know that it's a big responsibility and a big yes that we're saying to, but this is something absolutely beautiful. And if you go on you know, in the journey of marriage with the, with this view, mm-hmm. this is, this is going to make you happy. Yes. You're going to have ups and downs, mm-hmm. but if you look at it with just, I mean, you, you're talking about it and you you have the huge smile in your face yes. and I wish people could see it. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And just the reverence, um, that I've, I've never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. And, and thank you for saying that it's absolutely beautiful. So don't be afraid of this huge word of marriage commitment. And, oh my gosh, am I going to be the best wife, the best, am I going to be enough? Am I going to be the, God created you for this? Yeah. If that is your calling, of yeah. course. I think it's a both and I'm so glad you brought yeah. that up because there is some, I don't want to say anxiety, but there's some, you know, there's a sense that we want to do it right. We want this to, and I don't want to diminish that. Yeah. I just think there's a peace when that is combined with the the belonging. This is ours. This is our home base, right? Mm -hmm. And our hearts are ordered toward that. And it also helps us to understand how, how different and how, and what our, 
our in a certain sense vocation is in teaching the world what marriage is instead mm. of having the world teach us. Mm. So the world's view of marriage is very despairing, mm-hmm. even as it's exciting. It's exciting and despairing because it's based on um, um, what the Greeks would call eros, you know, this romantic love, the passionate love that happens to us, and I want to be with you forever, and you're mine, and the sexual energy, mm-hmm. and the, the release, and the sexual delight, and all of that is part of, mm-hmm. and then they say, okay, let's do this forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let's last. Let's make this last forever. That's all the songs. It's gonna last forever. Right. It's all in the love songs. Right. But anybody who's lived more than ten minutes knows it doesn't last. So there must be something else. Yeah. So the despair, I think, the fear, the anxiety of young people, as you mentioned, even those directly preparing for marriage, is like, is this gonna last forever? Because I don't control my passions mm. by definition. Mm. So you have to, this act of the will, this truth about love, this coming out of myself, this giving without the fear of losing, this giving in order to receive, this receiving in order to give. All these things are, are concepts, abstract, this theology of the body. Yeah. But when you live it and you experience it, mm-hmm. it's like the first time someone grants you mercy mm-hmm. when you know you deserve something and they say, yes, but yeah. I give you more. And you feel like, Wow, that was amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. you feel when you experience love, someone willing your good, mm-hmm. belonging irreplaceably to someone, all the conceptual abstracts in the faith, just, <laughs> it all just takes on flesh, yeah. your flesh. Yeah. Right. And I think marriage, why from the beginning God created marriage to give us that affective experience, that confirmation. Mm-hmm that the sign of that in all of its reality points to a deeper reality of what God is offering us. Mm-hmm. That everything that we up and down fail at, the desire of the heart is drawing us to, to the fullness that he, it was his plan from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plan from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as you talk about that, my husband just gave a talk on, you know, salvation history again, recapping mm-hmm. salvation history. And you, you know, you continue to hear how the Israelites, you know, God is there for them and he provides and he mm-hmm. frees them. And then it's like that whole sin, disaster, repentance, deliverance, yep. <laughs> you know, and then a peace. And I'm like, wow, that sounds a little like marriage at times, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, like, yeah, how many it's times? It's a microcosm of the cosmos. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we are, how many times in marriage do we go through that cycle? And yet we realize, too, like, I, it, to your point about love, like, this, I, I have to, I have to will this. I have to give of my, I'm, I'm giving, I want to give of myself to this person, to these people that God has entrusted uh, to me, but I also need to be working with God and have him deliver me and, and help me every day and help our marriage every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it, it, we always say that in marriage prep, like, this ain't going to be easy. <laughs> right, right. But it's, it's the fulfillment of the desire of your heart. Exactly. So it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, that's that, the, you, I know you do, the, it's the hope that we give in with the reality. And if you hear the criticisms, you've been at this, you know, as long as people are like, well, we need more skills so we can avoid divorce. We need more, you know, theology so we can, you know, stay together and serve God. And as if these things are separate, mm-hmm. as if these things are, they're distinct, right? But they're not separate. No, they're not. The, the, the acts of what we do form us to who we are. Yeah. 
And they also reflect who we think we are. Mm -hmm. So we Mm -hmm. act in accord with who we think we are. Mm -hmm. So our faith gives us this constant reminder that we are daughters and sons of God the Father who delights in us. Mm -hmm. And he's proud of us. And he (laughs) wants us to become what we are. So he loves us as we are. And he's drawing us. So that kind of posture gives us a whole different approach than, you know, our, our Muslim brothers and sisters who yeah. who he's the, the, the great boss. Mm-hmm. And he could do left, right. He could make left, right or right, left. And mm-hmm. you just do whatever he says. And, <laughs> and he's the great boss, right? It's a different yeah. different outlook. Mm-hmm. So I've always been a, a big proponent of, of marriage preparation um, as sort of the wake-up call. Like, this is how your faith is, will be yours. Mm-hmm. Would you say, uh, Damon, that marriage is a beautiful, wonderful opportunity for us to reflect the love that Jesus gives us to somebody else. Um, I mean, I think it's a, an opportunity where you are learning, you are receiving love, but you are having an opportunity to return it on a daily basis, on a constant basis, all the time. Sometimes when you don't want to, sometimes when you want to. How beautiful an opportunity it is to return the love that Jesus is giving you to somebody else on a daily basis. Well, well spoken from someone who knows they're loved by Jesus. <laughs> right? So yes, it is beautiful, but I think the, the not but, but and, it's, it's essential to marriage. It's mm. not an optional. So I don't believe marriage can live or survive, oh, certainly not exactly. thrive without it. So it's beautiful exactly as you say when you experience it and you give what you have been given. And you go back to the source of love so that you can be more, you can receive more, you can, you can make yourself vulnerable to someone in this relation that gets right to your fears, yeah. it gets right to your doubts, oh, yes. it gets right to your weaknesses, mm. and instead of going into what I call the gospel of the suck, mm. yeah. right, mm-hmm. I suck, the world sucks, mm-hmm. this whole faith thing, so, you know, we despair, <laughs> right, yeah. we turn back to, to Jesus who is constantly making this gift of himself who is constantly inviting us to open ourselves up to receive him. Mm -hmm. And if we turn that posture and we just live that way, then the people closest to us give and receive who we are. And that's the beauty. The beauty is the experience. The beauty is the truth. But without Christ, I don't believe marriage is possible. Mm -mm. I agree Mm -mm. with that. And that's not a a Catholic imposition. Mm -hmm. It's like saying without love, I don't think marriage can exist. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of, of, of... essential it's it's the essence if you will yeah 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 that's so true because god is love and if we can't give what you don't have no if we remove him (laughs) we have (laughs) what is love then and that's kind of where we yeah and most of us don't remove that you're right Mm -hmm. most of us just kind of neglect yeah (laughs) it's like we get the tyranny of the immediate (laughs) i'm tired i'm frustrated i'm done you know it's sort of that like i got a little bit more i can give more that heroic Uh trying to operate out of depletion yeah oh Oh, and that is when our marriage enrichment work that's one of the things melanie and i really hone in on for wives particular husbands Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. you got to you have to take care of yourself mm-hmm. in the sense that you cannot give what you don't have and you should not be operating out of depletion regularly. You'll have, it'll happen yeah. in occasions, yeah. mm-hmm. but you need to be attentive to that and to take care of it because, again, um, this temple of yours, and whether it's in the natural yeah. desolations of sleep and food and nutrition and health mm-hmm. or, you know, it's spiritual, that's, those two things are the truth about the distinction of who we are. Yes. Yeah. So. Don't don't make depletion heroic. <laughs> yeah. Our yeah. listeners always, um, you know, hear Kira and I 
on the lady side mm-hmm. of marriage every time Father Ben and I, and, and as we're talking about. Represent, y'all. You know, <laughs> now we have a guy that is married and mm. is like a pro at talking to people about mm. marriage. Um, the, for our guy listeners, um, what is a good tip or just that one thing that, guys, if you have this, don't hold it back or mm. something that you want to tell our guy listeners. The guy listeners. The guy oh, listeners. yeah, yeah. There is... Um, in Joyful Ever After, we make distinctions between what that self-gift is, what love is, mm-hmm. between a woman and a man. Mm-hmm. There are fundamental differences in, in how we give and receive love that need to be honored. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of diversity within it. So it's mm-hmm. not a laundry list as much as it is a distinction, honoring the distinction. Mm-hmm. So there are desires in every man's heart, if we're mm-hmm. talking to the men right now. Yeah. And those desires of our heart, like every desire on this side of sin, need to be purified. But they also need to be honored and revered. And there are things that we're attracted to that give us life. And those things that give us life authentically help us to be the husband that we're called to be. So what I'm getting at is um, honoring the desires of your heart, the fullness of your being, and recognizing that all that you have and have been given and can give is meant to be given away. So that, that sort of meta posture of getting full so that you can give mm-hmm. is not giving to, for depletion. It's not the, you know, the gas tank going up yeah. and down. Mm-hmm. We have more, we give more, we receive more. Mm-hmm. So the, the, um, the flourishing is rooted in abundance. Mm. That's beautiful. So an yeah. abundance mentality is not the same thing as, as the, the, the sacrifice we speak about, as particularly a particular masculine sacrifice of um, you know willing the good, initiating, serving, embracing our wife, embracing silence before the Lord, embracing our children. All these things are sort of the next level of what that mm-hmm. is. But the, the thing that ties it together at the higher end is that ab- abundance begins with receptivity. Mm. and then the willingness to give what you've been given and then you receive more. Mm-hmm. So, and there's something that, that, that gets to men. We, we love the pain of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We really do. Mm-hmm. It's like it's some kind of affective affirmation that, that we're doing what we gotta do. And I think God placed that there. Now, this, it's, I'm, I'm not saying it's only men, it's only women, yeah. but mm-hmm. you have to look at you know, the, what's predominant mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. And in the same way, um, you know, the, the, women's, the woman's heart, the feminine heart is one of security and a surety that your love for who you are, that you're received as you are, mm-hmm. that what you've opened yourself up to give and that vulnerability, that you are protected, mm-hmm. that you are provided for, not just material things, but that you can be embraced as you are. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's, there's a whole other element there yeah, about yeah. you know control and about fear and things that are sort of the reflexes and when that's depleted mm-hmm. you know, in women. But for the male, I would say, you know, honor where the heart is, prioritize with all the limited resources, time, money, energy, yeah. uh, those things that allow you to fill in abundance so that you can give more. Mm. It's awesome to hear from, from a guy's perspective. I know. love it. That's gorgeous. And would you, so you mentioned, as we wrap up here, you mentioned that uh, you and Melanie do uh, marriage 
enrichment. Yes. And is it on your website? Can people get to that through the, your website? Well, we have three major deliverables. One is the Catholic Marriage Summit, which is just a, a huge resource, perennial, does an age of 65, 68 <laughs> witnesses of marriage couples speaking mm-hmm. about their marriages. It's, it's meant to invite you into the public dimension of marriage, mm-hmm. that you're not alone. This is not private, and you can hear sort of you know the live stories of people that you probably already admire. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's Catholic Marriage Summit on joyfuleverafter.org. We also have Epic Intimacy, which is really more of a teaching, 12-lesson, getting into building deeper intimacy within marriage, getting, avoiding drift in your marriage, and addressing real difficult issues. So those are two kind of programmatic things on Joyful Mm -hmm. Ever After. The third, which we're just releasing now, is the individual spousal coaching. Ooh. So we went right there after, you know, discerning the couple coaching um, was not, you know, part of our, our mission, mm-hmm. that there is a, a large and growing, sadly, cohort of, of spouses who can't even sit at a table with a coach or a therapist or, yeah. you know, or a spiritual director. The, the brokenness is too, it's too deep. Yeah. So addressing some of the things I just shared about, mm-hmm. you know, the, this masculine role as a husband, yeah. this, this feminine role in female, mm-hmm. not to put you in a box, but to set you free. Yeah. yeah. Those things require very attentive uh, sure. unwinding of the threads yeah. you know our lady on dire of nuts yeah you know very tender parts mm-hmm. that are particular and and not conducive to that so the mm-hmm. individual coasting is what in 2023-24 that we've been piloting and releasing so all that's on joyful ever Yay. after that awesome that's, we will yeah. put all of that on yeah. our show yeah. notes to Super link you excited. there yes Super well excited. thank you so much for joining us what a gift. and thank if you. you're listening please please visit all these websites we will put them on the details below and thank you so much for listening Yes, and as Father Ben always says, don't forget to put soul in your food and gives food to your soul.